and rules under the scrutiny of bosses and management one show breaks all the rules to deliver entertaining compelling and educated radio and stand above all the rest and this show isn't it are you ready for this it's the jojo and scotty's show after the show enjoy hey homie what's happening man how are you uh this goes out to ellen ellen last week she called us out saying that she didn't like that i hit a family of raccoons on the way to work and that um me and you hated animals and we actually looked for animals on the road to kill that's which is not true no which is not true and the uh, raccoon I hit ended up causing $2,400 damage to my car, so it would be dumb for me to keep doing that. Which I did see okay. one on the way to work today. Ellen. I want to let Ellen know. She'd be proud of me, even though I know she doesn't like JoJo and I, but she'd be proud. I saw a family of skunks today. What? Where are you driving through? This was in beautiful downtown Pleasantville. Yeah. Right on Black Horse Pike and Route 9. Uh, a family of skunks run across. They were at the graveyard, right? There's a cemetery. They're running from the cemetery across the street into some wooded area. I slowed down. Look at you. All right, You've Ellen. Learned your lesson. Ellen, I slowed down to watch the family run across the road. I had enough time to stop. I took in the beautiful view of this family just crossing the road. And they ran into the woods, and I never saw them again. So that's that's for you, Ellen. This time I was able to make the decision to stop, and they uh, the skunks live the gr- uh, they're going to go on to live a very successful and healthy and happy life, and uh, and my car is not damaged. Now this morning I saw a raccoon. He was yeah. ready to dart in front of my car. I swerve away from the raccoon, but oddly I hit a uh, a whole team of softball players, young <laughs> kids that were on the side of the road at 4:30 this morning. Went right through them. I think I killed the pitcher. So it is that weird conversation that you have but don't have. When you see an animal, a squirrel, a raccoon, a possum, and they're about to cross the road, and you say, and sometimes I say it out loud, don't do it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. And they look at you, and they're like, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to do it. And they either either decide to stay, or sometimes they do that dart across the street. Now, squirrels are the dumbest, because they'll do the dart and then stop in the middle of the lane and and just freeze. And that's usually when they get nailed. And don't, don't blow the horn. I blew the horn at a deer once. A deer stopped, still <laughs> stood in the middle of the road. He's like, well, what's that yeah. sound? Hey, man. What is like, that? Just back off a little oh. bit. I'm just I'm just chilling. Hey, everybody. Uh, two for Tuesday. We'll dive into that. Back-to-back song. Sam Artis. We're also going to find a ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day today, too. Uh, yeah, we have a very cool prize. Uh, it's an Australian Pink Floyd show coming to Ovation Hall over at Ocean, and that's going to be on June 30th. They sold over 4 million tickets so far in 35 countries. Uh, the Asian Pink Floyd show is the uh, the Australian, not the Asian. <laughs> the, the Australian Pink Floyd show is the first Pink Floyd tribute show that took the concept out of the pubs and onto the worldwide arena circuit with 30 years of history. So we'll, uh, we'll do those tickets coming up just a little bit. The show's not in Australia, is it? No, no. Okay, it's no, going to be Eric, here no. in Atlantic City at Ocean. No, Eric. It's but not. you're going to feel like you're in Australia with the Australian Pink Floyd tribute show. How about your first pick of the morning here? Uh, you are on a uh, an entourage kick. You're going back and watching the show from uh, the mid-2000s. Yeah, I call it a funk, or some will call it a depression. <laughs> <laughs> you just wish uh, the days before iPhones were still here? I just love that stupid show, man. Uh, well, the theme song, a lot of people think it's just the theme song to Entourage. No, it was a song by a band, uh, and then Entourage decided to use it as the theme song. The band that did it? They're known as Jane's Addiction. The song, it's called Superhero. 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Good morning, everybody. You know, this makes me want to go to the kitchen and get some food and ice cream and just sit there and just vegetate on the couch. Now. Have a car with suicide <laughs> yeah. doors. Yeah. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! I'm Scotty. Good morning. Here's some news for... Use. 
New Jersey health officials yesterday reported another, and it's bad, 873 COVID-19 cases. <laughs> Six new confirmed deaths as the transmission rate continues to drop dramatically. Six? That's it? Uh, two New Jersey men ran a cockfighting ring out of their home in Atlantic County where other dead birds and neglected animals were also found. What's going on in Buna? Uh, state police raided a home in Buna after getting an anonymous tip and found dozens of roosters trained to fight. Equipment used to train the roosters to fight and more than 100 other birds living in unsanitary conditions. Sigfredo Perez, who's 81, and Quelo Merlo, who's 49 of Hamilton, were arrested Last week in charge with third degree owning and training live animals for the purpose of this fighting. Yeah, there was a house that burned down in my neighborhood, and I think they found cages or something like they were doing it. Like, like we make jokes a- about, yeah. like, you know, people in our neighborhoods doing it, but these guys were actually doing it. Listen, I love animals, but if my buddy's like, hey, man, listen. Eh, so- Don't take, stop. What? Last week, we said things and got in trouble with Ellen, a listener named Ellen. And we don't want to piss off Ellen and her friends. So whatever you're going to say, think about it before you say it. My buddy's like, hey, man, there's a cockfight going on. Like a and walk and over. you, you decided to, to say, over? hey, man, I would say, stop that right I now. I would say, no, I'm not going to go see cockfighting. I don't care if it's five doors down and I can gamble and I have nothing else going on. I'm going to call animal control on you. I'm going to call somebody and I'm going to break that up because those animals need to be saved, man. I always wanted to work. At a brewery after watching this show. And that show is, JoJo, Laverne and Shirley. One, two, Yeah, but it didn't look fun. They just stood there the whole time. They were bored. Yeah. Like, and I, they weren't very good at inspecting the bottles. No, and what were they doing? They were bottle inspectors. To make sure that the bottle caps were on the bottles and the bottles were uh, were not broken. I did like when they did the hand thing. They put it on they the They put the glove and, yeah. on the bottle. That's pretty cool, yeah. Uh, Cindy Williams, who played Shirley on Laverne and Shirley, died at 75 yesterday. She portrayed Shirley alongside Penny Marshall's Laverne. So now we're, we don't have Laverne or Shirley with us. Mm, yeah, they're the cast. They both. Uh, yeah. Lenny's the only one I think still living. Oh, is he? Yeah, Lenny. Now, uh, what show... Was Laverne and Shirley a spinoff of? That would be Family Ties. Happy Days. (laughs) Of course. Remember Fonzie? Like, Laverne and Shirley were like uh, Fonzie's, like, side pieces. Yeah, or... Were they cousins or something? What what no, was their like, tie into Fonz, the show? Fonz brought him, like, him and, him and uh, uh, Richie Cunningham. Like, I think they went on a double date with Laverne and Shirley. Because there was a wedding, and I think Fonzie showed up to the wedding or something. Yeah, hey! Yeah. <laughs> You're in a barn. Do you still have the leather jacket on? Yeah, so, yeah, for some reason, now I guess it was all out of Milwaukee, because Happy Days was based out of Milwaukee, yeah. and so was Laverne and Shirley. So, uh, yeah, Laverne and Shirley were like, yeah, like, I remember, because Laverne was always, like, the hussy, and Shirley was always, like, the good one. Yeah, which one do you think was hotter? Oof. I go Shirley. I go Shirley, too, but she, I she think a fun- She had the brown hair, right? Shirley had the dark hair. Yeah, the dark hair. Gotcha. Uh, and but a I smaller think nose. Laverne, if you want to have a good night- She's going to throw it everywhere. Is the yeah, fun one. Yeah, and get your boys involved, too, if you want. Uh, so, uh, she also uh, was in American Graffiti- and Francis Ford Coppola's The Conversation from 1974. Uh, that's news. What about sports? Magic beat the Sixers 119-109. They do it again tomorrow with the Magic. Uh, free agent infielder Josh Harrison and the Phils have reached an agreement on a one-year deal. There you go. That's news. That's sports. Yeah, rain today. High up to 42. Chance of rain tonight. Open it low at 30 tomorrow for your Wednesday sun clouds and a high up to 41, 42 outside. Right now, two for Tuesday, 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's Rock Station, ZXL Morning Show. Hey, real quick, we don't have a lot of time here, right? Yeah. But I want to I document this. Uh, if, if my wife and I go down in a plane this weekend, uh, uh-huh. can, please, I, I'm a, we're recording, right? I want my kids to live with my cousin Jimmy and his wife, Rita. So I just want to Cousin Jimmy there. and wife, I'll yeah, make it happen. I just don't worry. Because right now, man, we were talking last night. And I know if something goes down, they're supposed to go live with her sister yeah. and her sister's husband out in New Mexico. 
Yeah. And I hate New Mexico. A lot I, of turquoise. I hate, I hate everything yeah. about New Mexico. And I'll a lot, be, a lot of sand and turquoise. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I don't, I don't agree 100% with how she raises her, her kids. Yeah, then why did you pick her? Uh, because she's a sister. And I asked my wife that, too, last night. I oh, said, so your wife was in charge. <sighs> well, I, we, we thought about it now. Because your like, brother would be a great dad. No, we wouldn't. That's I, Okay, I want to document that, too. I would be great. Uh, you know what? I'm taking your kids. For some reason, I'm when you die, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the one that picks up your kids. Yeah. I'm going to pick them up to tell them what happened. Uh, but don't worry, I'll take them to the ground round or something. I'll break it to them while something fun's happening like a Sunday. They're not to live with my brother and my oh, mom. I would love it. I'd drop them off at your brother's place and be like, have fun. Well, how funny would this be if it's like a sitcom where they actually, I do leave them to you and your wife, yeah. and now you're stuck with my kids. I'm all in. Okay. Yeah, like funny adventures happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it would make for a fun 80s sitcom. We really just had a few minutes here, Yeah, like so we to only to document that real quick. Like in that sitcom... Only like the first maybe minute and a half of the first episode is when we ever talk about the parents dying. Right. And, and then it never gets brought up again. Yeah. And it's now it's just a fun sitcom of new kids living in a house. It really was that thing where we're like, man, remember we were supposed to talk to a lawyer and get a whole will and everything yeah. done? Like We didn't do that. But now we're flying out this weekend to uh, Arizona. Yeah, we had some so. stuff finalized on uh, Friday that allows us now to get some uh, some some wills done. Yeah. Now I got to. That's a grown up thing, man. That's a that you know you are are a grown up when you start getting your wills done. What's well, creepy thing? Like right now, I feel like I'm jinxing it. Like the plane will go down because now there hasn't. No, okay, now I'm I'm just playing the numbers here, yeah. and I know you're a gambling man. Yeah, there hasn't been a plane crash in a while, so yeah, I'm gonna trying... say I'm gonna say I mean the odds are not in your favor. Well, you're talking about a roulette wheel where people are like, oh my god, red has come out ten times. It's gotta be black next, right? No, it doesn't have to be. Just say I don't. Where are you going? Arizona. I mean, that's a long yeah. trip. You're going across yeah. majority of the country. Yeah, I thought about that. And it's not like you're even going to go down in water. You're going to go, you're going to pretty much hit yeah, land. I'm going to hit a mountain or something along the way. So I just want to put that out there. You're going to patsy climb it. Just rewind this tape for the judge. I'm sure it'll be legal. <laughs> uh, I got a pair of tickets for the Australian Pink Floyd tribute show coming to Ovation Hall at Ocean. That's going to be on June 30th. You want in? Are you a fan of Pink Floyd? Are you a fan of Australia? Well, we got the best of both worlds. The Australian Pink Floyd Show at Ocean, Friday, June 30th. They've toured 35 countries. They're the gold standard when it comes to a Pink Floyd tribute show. The Australian Pink Floyd tribute show coming to Ocean. Do you want tickets? 609-677-107. 609-677-107. Dial up right now if you're a fan of Pink Floyd. And you want to see the Australian Pink Floyd tribute show, 609-677-107. We get back. We'll do some rock news. JoJo and Scotty, rock news. Here's some rock news for you. Uh, While three of the cases against Marilyn Manson have been resolved, a new sexual assault lawsuit has been filed against Marilyn Manson with this one claiming that Manson inflicted sexual battery and caused intentional emotional distress against a minor. It's like a sexual assault meter. It goes up and it goes down Dude, and it goes back up again. This guy, down. man. Yeah. The suit also names Manson's former label Interscope and Nothing Records as well. Uh, per, uh, per a report from Rolling Stone magazine, uh, the plaintiff, who's now an adult, filed a suit under the name Jane Doe. Among the charges are counts of sexual battery and intentional infliction of emotional distress, while the labels are also cited for negligence and intentional infliction of emotional distress. The case was filed out of Long Island. According to the plaintiff, she first met Manson, who is named into the suit under his given name, Brian Warner, uh, in 1995 following a Dallas concert when she was only 16 years old. She claims that she was invited onto a tour bus where Manson had allegedly asked her age, school grade, and took down her home address and phone number. In the lawsuit, school claims, grade. Yeah, dude. She claims <laughs> while on the tour bus uh, that Marilyn Manson performed various acts of criminal sexual conduct. Uh, who was? Uh, she said she was a virgin at the time, including but not limited to forced copulation and vaginal penetration. The age of consent in the state of Texas at the time and still is seventeen years old. I, I imagine we're at a time now where all that just stops. There's no more getting on tour buses. No. There's oh, no more no. backstage. I'm sure even record companies like, nah, we're not even doing meet and greets. I don't want them anywhere, anywhere. near people because all you got to do, dude, something like this pops up, man. Right before COVID. Big story was radio DJ had a meet and greet with Taylor Swift. And remember, 
um, he took a picture and she swears that he uh, he grazed her ass. Right. He right. got fired. He yeah. lost his. He'd been yeah. working at the radio station for like twenty five years. Yeah. Seemed like a stand up guy. And uh, Taylor Swift said, oh, no, he grabbed, he didn't even grab, right, like, raised my ass while taking a picture, and he was fired, man. So, dude, I think those those days are long yeah. gone. Meet and greets, yeah, oh, trying to get groupies on a yeah. tour bus. Even a hug, you can't even hug anymore. Uh, there's a great article that pops up on social media. It shows all these pictures of Keanu Reeves. Yes. And he does this move where every picture he doesn't touch, like, especially when it's women. Who take pictures with him? You can see that he is always about four or five inches away from them. Yeah, like he's hugging them or putting his arms around them in pictures, but he's never touching them. Yeah, because he doesn't want doesn't something like this. Doesn't touch the shoulder. Doesn't touch the hip. Nothing, yeah. man. Uh, Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper announced a co-headlining tour called Freaks on Parade. They're going to go out with Ministry and Filter. Uh, the traveling sideshow will begin August twenty fourth in Dallas and go for about a month. Uh, till they wrap it up uh, where Alice Cooper lives in Phoenix, Arizona. I hope they the final show's on his front lawn. Can I ask you, can you like mm-hmm. ministry and like Filter, too? Sure. I mean, dude, honestly, you got to get there at 4 o'clock in the afternoon to see Filter. I know, but that's what I'd want to go see. <laughs> like that. And then I would leave I mean, for a little bit, and then I'd come back for Rob Zombie. Dude, let's. I'm still at my house getting dressed yeah. when Filter hits the stage. I love that Take show. My Picture song. Uh, Zombie and Cooper have toured together in the past on their Gruesome Twosome tour back in 2010. Rob Zombie called it by far the best tour he's ever been on. Uh, The closest we're going to get, man, and I love seeing some Rob Zombie during the summer, especially with Alice Cooper, is going to be up in Scranton, Pennsylvania. Mm. Uh, We're going to have to go check out the office. Yeah, Dunder Uh, Mifflin. We'll go see some Dunder Mifflin (laughs) uh, at the Pavilion at Montage Mountain uh, September 8th to go see Rob Zombie and Alice Cooper. I would just hope Fittler would do Take My Picture twice because I'd really like to hear that song. Uh, Pink Floyd, uh, they're getting some pushback. I guess they're they're pushing uh, a new contest, and it's to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Dark Side of the Moon. They want social media content creators to um, put together videos of different songs off Dark Side of the Moon, right? Like, make your own music video yeah. to the song, right? These content creators who are very talented people. Um, here, put together a video for any song on the album and send it to our website, right? And maybe we'll utilize it. Like, I would have money playing, but it would be me meet with my bookie on Wednesdays. You know, giving him money. There mm-hmm. are cash prizes, about $230,000 in different cash prizes. Um, but here's where people are getting a little angry. It's all through Pink Floyd's YouTube channel. People started reading the clauses. Like, you know, there's that fine print. Apparently, when you send in this music video that you put together, that you created, and you put it on the YouTube channel for Pink Floyd, they now own it outright and can utilize it for anything they want including money-making things. Right, so you're not going to get paid You're not going to get any money. Yeah. Even if you don't win the contest, right. they can yeah. take your video and utilize it for something for Pink Floyd, and you won't see a dime. Wow. So a lot of people are like, hey, like, dude. Yeah, if I win the contest, like, come that on, man. break me off a little something. Like, I'm a kid living in my parents' basement trying to be, uh, you know, a, a, an artist of some sort, uh, a music video artist, a designer of some sort. And, like, you can't break me off of a grand. Yeah. You can't break me off 1500 bucks If you end up using my video in a commercial or on a stage show, like, come on, man. Yeah, this contest sucks. This isn't cool. Yeah. What do I win? Like, you are the wall at this point. You are. You're, you're everything you sang about. That's me on the big screen. <laughs> yeah. Imagine you're, you're at a show. Yeah, I did that video. Sure you did, Tom. Sure you did. Uh, there you go. Some rock news for you. Two for Tuesday on 100.7 ZXL, South Jersey's rock station, ZXL morning show. <laughs> I did something Sunday night in the Monday morning that I haven't done since college. You went to Broad Street to celebrate the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. You know, we're watching that game, and that's what my wife said. She's like, we should drive up there and and and, and join the celebration. And I go, are you nuts? Yeah. yeah. I go, why? She goes, you just don't get it. Now, she's a Philly girl. You just don't get it. I go, yeah, I do. I get that I'm I'm really comfortable on my couch 
watching this game eating chili. I did it the year 93 when they went to the World Series, the Phillies. Because you know why? Because you were a knucklehead and you right. were, what, 17, I 18 had years old? nothing going on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Different scenario. Like, I'm not driving yeah. 45 minutes up the road the, yeah. the, 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 to what? To climb a greasy pole? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so Sunday night, uh, the I, I'm, I'm, I know the Eagles are going to the Super Bowl. Everyone, you know, all right, cool. What a dud of a game against yeah, we'll the 49ers. Yeah. Like it got to the point where it's like the uh, you know the running backs, the quarterback. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. It was. Yeah. It was. At one point, I think they actually made a guy tie one arm behind his back to throw the ball. <laughs> So, he asked the Eagles to play with eight players to make so, it fair on defense. So that game wraps up, and now I'm just about to start watching the uh, the Chiefs take on the Bengals, right? good. It's going to be a good game, hopefully. And um, we get a phone call, and we need to rush to the ER for for what we think at the time is an emergency. So we, uh, we head to the ER. Now, uh, when you get to a, an ER now post-COVID, Right. Let's call it the COVID world. They really don't let anyone back anymore. And if they do, it's only one person. You have to call first, like my doctor. No, this yeah. is the ER. So it's, you, you just kind of, you know, you do that thing. We were the first ones there. And yeah. so my, my wife runs back and now she's the one person allowed back to see the uh, the person. Now we get pretty, pretty quickly. We get word that the person who's in the ER is going to be just fine. And um, so like, OK, well. My wife's in the back with the person who's actually in the ER, and now I'm in the lobby, right? So now I have to figure out something to do. Now they have a small TV yeah, in the of course, lobby of, of the ER, do, yeah. right? So, the, is it on top of a Coke machine? Dude, it's a flat screen. <laughs> but the cable line that they have hooked into it is from 1987. Yeah. So it has the snowiness of a UHF. Wow, that is old school. So now... Like it, the snowiness was so bad you couldn't make out the score on the bottom, so you could you could make out the colors of the team. Oh my God, you're trying to watch the game there. So now it's me and a guy who I don't think was even had anyone. He wasn't waiting for anyone. He was just looking for a warm spot to stay uh, in the lobby of the ER. So now me and him are trying to watch this game on this horrific television <laughs> from 1987, right? And uh, so now it's me and him. Like I said, he's not asking about anyone. So I don't know why he's there, but he's just in the waiting room of an ER. And like every now and then a person will come with like who has like a bleeding wound and they'll check the score with us. You know, a guy in a wheelchair rolls up with a broken leg. Yeah, his wife's in there, but he has money on the game. <laughs> yeah, so we're all so now I'm watching it. Right. So, OK, kind of cool. They're even being cool where. I was like, you know what, dude? They're going to make me wear a mask. And I'm like, this is going to suck. It's the last one of the last places you still got to wear a mask. And they were cool. They didn't even bust our balls about wearing a mask. So I'm like, okay, man. Like The, it, the only thing better here is if we had a cooler a beer, right? <laughs> uh, and we're just sitting in the lobby of the ER. So now that we watch the game. I watch, I watch almost the whole second half on this awful television that's cloudy and snowy, and I can barely make out it. Yeah, it's like a snow game now. Right? Dude, that's what I keep making. That's my joke. I keep telling people, no, it's just snowing in Kansas City. <laughs> so uh, so I watch it. Game over, right? It's that crazy game, you know, crazy penalty. Field goal kick. Okay, Andy Reid's going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, I missed the whole thing. I fell asleep. Did you? Dude, it was a good game. Yeah, I know. I probably would have fallen asleep, too, if I wasn't in an ER, <laughs> in an ER waiting room. So now it's that thing where I'm texting my wife, and I'm like, okay, so what's the game plan here? It's now 1030. We've been here for a couple hours. My wife's like, well, they're going to keep the person overnight. So we're just waiting on a room. Now, this is 1030. Yeah. Okay, 1030. 1030 on Sunday evening. We're just waiting on a room. And I said, okay. And my wife said, when we get settled in the room, we'll head back home. Because I drove my wife there. We're taking one car. So now 1030 turns into 1130. Hey, What's happening? Still waiting on a room. 11.30 turns into 1.30. There's not one room in that. Every room in that hospital is filled so I'm up. Like, I'm like, okay. Or and I know how hospitals work, man. Yeah. It's like this. They tell you, like, we're working on it, but it could be hours. Like, I'll even take a dirty room. Just a room. So I'm like, okay, I can handle now. Now we're on Fox News. Somehow Fox <laughs> News comes in clear as day. It's not snowy the way the football game was. So now at 1.30, uh, 
the cool security guard, he wraps up, he packs up all his stuff and heads out. Now, part, uh, Paul Blart ends up walking in. Ah, uh, the big guy. Dude, yeah. this guy comes in. You're not going to chase anybody down at 3 in the morning. I got to hit on my shoulder. Uh, sir? Now, it's me and a guy across the waiting room. That's it. And the guy across the waiting room, like I said, I think he's just looking for a place that's warm to sleep. Yeah. I got a tap on my shoulder. Sir? In this hospital, we wear masks. After you've been there for hours. Been there for this three is hours. That nonsense, I've been there for man. three through four right. hours. And I go, I go, man, I've been here for like four hours. Yeah, no I've one's contaminated yeah, everybody. No one's ever said I said I'm the only one in here. Yeah. Other than the guy who's sleeping in the corner, looking, you know, he just started a fire to keep warm. Does this guy have a mask on? Yeah. Oh Paul yeah. Paul Blart had a mask on. Yeah. So Paul Blart goes, uh, we uh, we wear a mask here. Yeah. So I go, you know what? I go, I'm going to wait outside then. I text my wife. I said, I'm in the, I'll be in the car. So I go to the car, and my wife's like, look, I have a feeling that they're not going to put us in a room till the new nurse comes in at 7 a.m. Now Damn. it's 1.30. Yeah. 1.30 in the morning. Well, so this like, person's okay. in the hallway in a journey. So I'm, I'm like, okay, dude, when was the last time you slept in your car? When I worked at UPS, the early <laughs> shift. Yes, I remember. I remember the feeling of sleeping in my car and on lunch breaks. Uh, I I yeah. I put on some sports radio. Yeah, I go and I and I go and I just put the seat back yeah. and I go. You know what? This is more comfortable than me sitting in that lobby with a mask on. Yeah, uh, everything was good until about an hour and a half in when a cop walks up to me and to make sure everything's okay. He must have thought I was overdosing. Yeah, yeah. Maybe you didn't make it quite <laughs> like, into the ER. And I and I said to him, I said, dude, they're making me wear a mask in there. I'm going to be here for a couple hours. He goes, I get it. <laughs> he goes, I get it. <laughs> And there's, he just walks away. There's just something comforting about that because I'll go to places early. Like when yeah. I would go to work, I'd go to work and I had 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, I got here. I know I have 20 minutes. I can just chill. Well, I feel in my bad because my wife kept saying, like, come in, come in. I'll uh, I'll meet you in the lobby. And I, I said, no. I said, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm fine. I said, to be honest, we were, I had a blanket in the back seat I used as a pillow. Yeah. I said, I'm pretty comfortable, man. I, I text you at like 3 30 in the morning and I said, I don't think I'm going to be making it in the work, man. Um, I slept until about 5 30 in the morning. I remember. So I from one thirty to five thirty, I was I was pretty much chilling in the car. I remember when I had a real job, I would have like an hour lunch break, and I would sleep in my car, and it would be it would be up to the buddies there because we didn't have phones then, like with alarms on. I'm like, hey man, listen, before you head in, someone just you know knock on the window, and there's that tap on the window, tap tap tap. You're like, where am I? Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> that was a cop work. for me. Um, <laughs> it was funny watching the construct. They're doing a lot of construction at this hospital, and the construction workers at six fifty nine running across the parking lot to make it yeah. to work oh, by to 7. In. Yeah. <laughs> so uh-huh. they got to clock in. Yeah. And they're it's a guy in big construction boots who's overweight who's running through the parking <laughs> lot to make sure that that he gets that card stamped by 7 a.m. Mm. Why don't you just start your journey journey there at like 6:57? I was dude. trying to 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 piece it together. I think the last time I'd slept in my car was Mardi Gras in, like, 99. <laughs> Sounds right. I don't think that's sleeping. I think that's called passed out. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. You get up after a couple hours of sleeping in that seat, my back was yeah. on fire. Yeah. My body's like, what are you doing, man? That's oh, not a sleep number? You're a grown man. <laughs> Look, we get back, we'll knock out some headlines. I like that my kid isn't buying to the nonsense that's happening. Now, I don't know if I'm a good parent or bad parent. But they have a school dance coming up on Friday. Okay. And my kid doesn't do a lot of sports. School dance and what's he, fourth grade? Fourth grade, yeah. What school dance. Is a school dance in fourth grade. Because I mean, at that point, it. man, the kids just run around like nutballs. That's basically what it is. It's just kind of just a like like a gathering. Like now I did the daddy daughter dance. That was one thing. Uh we did like fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, maybe. But yeah, for a, like a school dance in fourth grade. Right. Yeah, I mean at this point you might as well yeah, I mean it, you're just it's a daycare at you're that just, point. Basically becomes like, I don't know, like a birthday party with just kids yeah. hanging out with the kids anyway. Like when we had the school dances, it was because, I don't know, you wanted to ask a girl to the dance. The whole point was you wanted to go to the dance. I will give it to my um, my daughter's school when they did the daddy-daughter dance. Uh, they got it catered by Chick-fil-A. That's nice. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. what every dad wants. That was yeah. a night. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was awful DJ, though. Awful DJ. I well, tried to give him your info. You didn't call me. You I tried to give him your, yeah. your info because you're uh, South Jersey's number one mobile DJ. But, yeah, uh, catered by Chick-fil-A. Okay.
And I guess I get the daddy, like the daddy daughter dance. It's kind of a cool. It's an event. Yeah. You go with your dad. It you is. go out there. Yeah. The dads just stand around. The girls just but run once again, around the like dads crazy, get and then there. nobody talks to each other. The dads get there, and then we start talking about football, you know, or our wives. Yeah. And um, we're standing on one side of the room, and then the girls are just running around like nutballs on right. the other side of the room. Yeah, they're just playing around. Yeah, yeah. That's that's it. That's a daddy daughter dance. So all the neighbors' kids are all they're all into it. They're all going to go. I asked my kid, just like everything else. It's like, yeah, you want to play soccer? No. Football? Yeah. No. Yeah. No, I don't want to do any of those things. We make them do jujitsu because it's like active, and I'm making them do drum lessons. But I asked him, I said, hey, man, do you want to go to this dance? No. no I'm man. okay. That's dumb. Perfect, man. Thank you. Thank you for being the kid that doesn't want to go. Yeah. And you've got, as a parent, you have to go. Like, you have to have a parent there present. It's not even like you just drop off your yeah. kids and have them go run no, around you gotta and play. You'd stand there. You're going to stand in the corner yes. talking to other dads that you barely know. And I think the other parents are jealous because. My wife and I don't do the soccer thing. We're not out there like, I don't know, it goes from soccer to indoor soccer. Like the whole weekend, my buddy was in Delaware all weekend yeah. with some soccer tournament. I was like, we have parents know, man, did, um, maybe I'm a bad parent, but I, I'm not buying into all this nonsense. I unless love my, my kid. kid yeah. and, I don't and, need all that. Unless my kid is going to be the next uh, uh, Messi or uh, Christian, Christian Ronaldo yeah. you know, or Pele. I don't want to travel every weekend. We, I, growing up, man, we had kids who did hockey. And now the school never had hockey, so it was like travel hockey. Dude, they're traveling to Canada some weekends. Yeah, you'll spend some money, too, It's man. like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, I see my buddy packing up. Like, on the weekends, I'll be in the garage. It's like 530. Where are you headed? Uh, New Hampshire for hockey. Did you play hockey Another around one. here? I'll watch moms go crazy over this. Is cheerleading. Yeah. They're like, oh, we got to get on a plane because we have a tournament in Orlando. And That's I'm like, where they all dude, go to Orlando. I'm like, yeah. what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. And what's that going to get you? Yeah. Like maybe, the return? maybe at best you're gonna get a couple couple thousand bucks for college, but that's it. Like there's no professional cheerleading yeah. squad, yeah. right? Like I get it, man. That kid in the ghetto who who's trying to, to to get out and he's taking football. You know, he's 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 taking on football. He's taking on basketball because he knows that's a way out. But if you're a suburban girl and your mom's blowing all this money on cheerleading stuff, what's the end goal? My brother-in-law, man, his uh. His daughter played volleyball in high school. She was pretty good. But, dude, he'd fly to Chicago. He'd drive to Dallas. He lives out in Albuquerque. He would do all these things. He'd spend, yeah. he'd spend big, big money on this. She ends up going to college. Doesn't want to play volleyball she anymore. I'm like, now. the whole reason for you to go and play volleyball is so you can make some money. Dude, my buddy, great runner, right? Pill Mike. Great runner. Ran all through middle school, all through high school. Goes to college. Gets some money to go to Division One college to run. And he gets through like two years of college, and he goes, what am I doing? Yeah. He goes, I'm a track runner. There's no end goal here. There's no NFL. There's no NBA. There's no yeah. uh, MLB for track runners. He goes, at best, at best, I make the Olympics, yeah. and I still don't make any money. No, there's no money there unless you're going to be on a Wheaties box. And he goes, every weekend I'm busy. I have practiced after classes. He goes, I have no time to have fun in college. What am I doing? Yeah. I know my neighbors say, oh, I love it. I'm there for my kids. I'm like, you don't love it that much. I know you don't love no. it No. Oh, no dude, way. please. Who, who wants to sit out there in the middle of that field? And why they play soccer like in the wintertime is beyond me. I sat there, man. I used to have to take my daughter to gymnastics and dance. And you sit there with other dads. Dude, we want to blow our heads off. Yeah. <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. You know, I take my kid. It's called the uh, the iPad. And he does it for like three three hours on a Saturday. Yesterday and was a great day. comfortably on the couch. I said, son, here's a game called Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, have fun. Time. Yeah, you go run right around, there. man. Yeah. Get that cardio in. Yep. Have fun. Yeah. yeah. You just you feel free. You can run around a whole city. Look, we get back. We'll uh, knock out some trash. I got some trash right here for you, right in front of you. Uh, Michael Jackson's nephew, Jafar, will play Michael in a new biopic. Who is that? That is Tito's son? Janet's. Uh, let me see here. Janet's baby daddy's son uh-huh. from Jafar. another marriage. Jafar. Jermaine. Jermaine. Uh, he's okay. the son of Jermaine. He's the youngest son of Jermaine Jackson. Who I guess Jermaine had the, well, for uh, the male Jacksons, he had the second biggest career. 
Jermaine had some 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 pop hits. Yeah, we just, we just can't Jackson think five. of them right now. That's all. I can't. I know yeah. he did. Yeah. I know Jermaine did. Um, but I guess, you know, in the world of the Jacksons, you got Michael. He's on top, right? Yeah, you talk about playing second fiddle, man. So I guess you go Michael, then you got to go Janet. Janet. Then you got to go Jackson 5. The whole group together. The whole group together. Yeah. And then you go LaToya because she did Playboy. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Miley Cyrus is topping the uh, Billboard chart again. Her song Flowers is number one. Again, good for Miley. I was in a casino uh, on Friday, on Thursday, Thursday and Friday, and uh, it's all over the casino. Oh, they love it. Yeah, you know, they play it on the overheads. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, the song Flowers playing a lot. Yeah, yeah. I give you flowers. Playing the slot machine, smoking cigarettes. I did not. I I had the little guy with me, so I couldn't hop onto the machines because they keep trying. When you have a child with you, they they have to keep you in, like, um, these designated areas. Yeah, it's kind of a shame we have to explain those rules to parents, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At no point did I ever want to be like, Hey, man, stand over there while I gamble yeah, a bit. Yeah, here, sit on my lap and just push the button, son. Maybe you're lucky. Uh, Paul Schaefer and the world's most dangerous band are returning to NBC for the first time in 30 years to fill in for The Roots on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. The one-night event will take place this Friday while The Roots are in Los Angeles for the Grammys. This is sad, man, and unfortunately, I called it when it happened. Lisa Marie Presley was using opioids, and she had lost 40 pounds in about a month uh, when she died uh, just a couple weeks ago. Uh, so apparently she was trying to uh, to lose weight, and she was taking the opioids to do that. She was on an extreme weight loss regimen uh, for a couple months before she died. She wanted to look her best, knowing that this Elvis movie was going to be uh, big at the Golden Globes yeah. and the Oscars. Wow, man. The, you know, whatever, the SAG Awards. Um, so uh, she wanted to lose weight. She lost 40 to 50 pounds, but was still taking these opioids, and it just was too much for her heart. And so she ended up having a heart attack. Good for her. I mean, it worked. She dropped 40 pounds. I'm sure she looked great. Well, you, know? you could tell, man, at the Golden Globes, she didn't look right. Yeah. Uh, they said that she was uh, slurring her words and unsteady on her feet. By chance, did they say what this drug was? I'd like to jot it down and look into this. Guess an oxy. Oh, oh, that kind. It's opioids. Yeah. I thought you meant like hydroxy cut or something. Ronnie from the Jersey Shore (laughs) was her trainer. Uh, She's had a history of of having issue with pills and alcohol before. Dude, she's got a ton of money on the line too. So apparently, there's she's got a thirty-five million dollar life insurance policy, and now the mom Priscilla, she doesn't get anything. So she's now fighting for some of that life insurance money. Yeah. And now she's taking on her own grandkids. Wow, man. So it could get messy yeah. in the Presley home. Uh, the Jonas Brothers announced the release date for the new album. It's going to be called The Album. They're nice. Also, nice. They're also getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They're still doing it, right? Jonas Brothers? Yeah, man, because I thought they broke up and a couple of the brothers were doing like their own thing. Yeah, right? like the one kid was doing something. Uh, like the ugly one didn't do anything. No, why would? But like um, the uh, other two that are good looking, they had their own solo careers. Dave Batista, you know who that is? Drax. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, it's also Batista, the wrestler. Uh, he wanted to play Batman. Well, he wanted to play Bane in the movie, The Batman. Uh, admits um, his time to enter the DC extended universe has now passed. He said he talked to James Gunn about it, but the plan was to cast younger actors from now on in the DC universe. Stay Drax, man. Seems like it's a pretty good gig. No, he's done. This this he third quit, didn't he? this third movie, he's all wrapped up. Oh. Yeah, doesn't want to do Drax no more. Did they kill him off like they did Roseanne? Uh, I don't know. I hope they do it like they did Roseanne. <laughs> and they just don't talk about him anymore. Yeah, man, I can't believe Drax is dead. They just uh, hey, pan Groot. to a picture of Drax <laughs> next to the, the couch in the living room and yep. then never talk about him ever again. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Harry Styles has been added to the performance lineup at the Grammys. So get ready for that. Uh, Bad Bunny, Mary J. Blige, Brandi Carlisle, Luke Combs, Lizzo, and Sam Smith are all going to be performing also. 
And we'll wrap it up with this. Sunday night's emotional Last of Us episode, Long, Long Time, which featured the 1970 Linda Ronstadt song of the same name, propelled it into the top ten on iTunes. Yeah, when these shows put out old music into them and young people watch these shows, um, they become big hits again. I, and I, I'm proud, man. I turned my daughter onto Linda Ronstadt. I'm a big Linda Ronstadt fan. Yeah. And um, and so I tried to, you know what? I, I try with my daughters to give them empowerment as sure. women. Oh, yeah. So I dropped uh, some Carly Simon. Okay. Some uh, Carol King. Yeah. Some Linda Ronstadt. Some Good Bonnie Raitt. Uh, okay. I said, here is some, pow- some powerful women. Enjoy. Maybe some... Um, Patty Smythe mm. from the band Scandal. Look at you. You know, she was almost the lead singer in Van Halen after David Lee Roth left. What was that one song that hit number one, but the lady didn't want it? Was that from a Stranger Things? She's like, what? what? Oh, my Kate song, Bush. My song's number I'm one. I'm running how, up that hill. How did this happen? It was weird because that song is 35 years old, <laughs> and they're playing it on, like, pop radio stations. Uh, there you go. Some trash for you. Two for Tuesday, 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station and our ZXL Workforce Employee of the Day. Lucky winner is you. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good, how are you? Very well. Good. I hope you got your passport ready. <laughs> You're going to Atlantic City. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Uh, you are going to see the Australian Pink Floyd tribute show at Ocean in Atlantic City, June 30th, okay? All right, cool. Got, now, who cheered cool. in the background? I heard a, a cheer in the background. Who is that? Uh, a girlfriend. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you, hon? Hi, your, how are you doing? What's your boyfriend's name? That's Freddy. Fred? That's Freddy. All right, well, Freddy's going to... Hopefully... Freddy, hopefully, Freddy takes you to the Pink Floyd, the Australian Pink Floyd show at Ocean, okay? Oh, I'm sure he is. She's going to take me. Is, is Freddy a good boyfriend? Is he a good guy? Yes, he is. He's, He's a great take, guy. He takes you out? You go out to dinners and stuff? Oh, yeah. Okay. He's a great too. Greatest. Okay. Hey, Freddy. Yes. Hey, uh, okay, if you had to pick, right, your girlfriend right there, is she more of a Laverne or is she a Shirley with the death of uh, Cindy Williams? We've been talking about Laverne and Shirley all morning. Wow, I didn't know she died, but um, I'm going to say she's more of a, like, maybe in the... The two of them are Cheryl Laverne. Okay, she's, yeah. She's a, she's a Laverle. There you go. Well, at least she didn't say she's a squiggy, so. Well, she's pretty, like, the, the uh, Cheryl, like, a little aggressive like Laverne. Okay, okay she's okay. aggressive like Laverne. So she beats the hell out of you. Is, what, is, this, are you, is that a safe word? Are you trying to get help? Blink twice if you're in danger. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Freddie, you are going to the Australian Pink Floyd show at Ocean, June 30th, all right? All right, great, man. Thank you. All right, you yeah. stay on hold. You and Thank Laverne. You. All right. You know he's going to call the uh, promotions team here and ask if he's really going to Australia, but he's not going to Australia. You're going to Atlantic City to see the Australian Pink Floyd tribute show over at Ocean. I, you know, I was at Ocean on Thursday night. We stayed. Thank you, Ocean. It was a very nice stay. Yeah. Over at Ocean in Atlantic City. They have an ice cream place called Serendipity. Okay. They have on the menu. Yeah. And my little guy was super impressed. A $1,000 Sunday. It cost $1,000? It actually has gold flakes okay, come in on, the Sunday. You have to give him 24 hours notice uh-huh. if you want to order it. And some, some guy is going to surprise his gal with a yeah. $1,000 Sunday. She could look at him and say, that was dumb. Dude, I'll tell you what, though. I don't I don't eat ice cream. Yeah. And my little guy got a, uh, a pretty big, nice Sunday. Big as his head. Dude, I took a couple bites. It was fantastic. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah. I know. I, I gotta say, Ocean was where it was at, man. We went to uh, their, their food court, which was really good. Uh, our room was fantastic. So, yeah, thumbs up to Ocean. Uh, it was a nice uh, Thursday night's day. Yeah, good time. Uh, look, we get back, man. We'll uh, knock out some headlines. Two for Tuesday on 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's Rock Station ZXL Morning Show. I don't care, even if it's good news or something positive. When you're in court and you're sitting behind that table and there's a judge sitting behind that bench and he's talking to you and you have to answer questions under oath, dude, it's scary and it's nerve-wracking. Treat that man with respect, the utmost respect, although there's nothing he can do at that time really that will alter your life because so you're in the clear. So Friday... Uh, we had a pretty big day in my family, and uh, it was a real positive day. It was the day that uh, I was able to finalize an adoption of my stepson. Yeah, right, the, awesome. I call him on the show. He's my little guy. 
So he's been in in my life since he was two. So you know, we, we my wife and I went through all the proper channels to now get get the adoption um, underway, and then on Friday it was finalized. So it was a good day for our family, man. The family comes out, they do it up. I want to thank the surrogate's office in Atlanta County. They did a, a fantastic job of helping us, you know, figure out all this stuff. There's a lot that goes into it, a lot of paperwork, a yeah. lot of like I had to take all kinds of background checks. Does he come like, with instructions? Uh, he, he, yeah, you know what it is? It's like when you buy a house you've already lived in. Yeah. <laughs> so like all your stuff's already there. So, so, so we're good. Um, so, you know, we, it was like two years of jumping through hoops and then COVID happened and that pushed things back. And so we were able to get to, to Friday. Now they kind of tell you, yeah, you're going to be, they, they keep it kind of vague on what you have to do the day of. So they're like, you're going to be in a courtroom. But I figured, like, okay, to sign some paperwork. Dude, you, so we show up, and now we have a courtroom to ourselves. And they're like, you're going to see the judge at this time. I'm like, okay. Like, judge is going to come out. He's probably going to be in, like, sneakers, right? Like the special cases, Dude, this yeah. Is, yeah, this is like a, he's just going to come out. He's going to yeah. be like, yo, high five. Like thanks. Harry T. Stone? Yeah, thanks for doing. He's going to do a magic trick. Yeah. And then uh, we're going to sign some paperwork, and we're all going to be done, and I'm going to walk out with a kid that is now mine. And uh, they're, they're like, okay, you can have a seat here. And then we have a bunch of family, and they're sitting in like, you know, the the the, uh, the grandstands, the yeah, peanut gallery. The, yeah. They're they're there like in the in the back seats, and they tell me and my wife and the, our little guy, you guys can sit at this table. Now I'm at the OJ table, dude. The big I'm like at the table where like if I committed a crime, yeah. this is where I sit. You like a cover, murderer yeah. probably is sat in the same seat. You got to cover the mic when you talk to your lawyer. But like, what are we? Oh, so do? that's what they start prepping yeah. me for. They're like, uh, when you talk, there's a microphone. Can you talk into the microphone? I'm like. I'm talking into a microphone. Do you ever get the feeling you're going to leave there without them? Because <laughs> well, so who like, knows no what's going to happen us, now? Like, like I said, yeah. they keep it kind of vague. So um, they're giving us like, the heads up, and they're like, everything's recorded uh, after you take the oath. I'm like, oath? Yeah. I'm like, That's what? Right. I'm like, okay. Tell the truth, the whole truth. So that they're and then they kind of drop this bomb on you because we've gone through two years of paperwork and we're under the impression everything's good. Well, turns out, man, it's the judge's discretion. That day, if he doesn't like me, he can pretty much be like, yeah, but kick kick rocks, dude. Wow, Get out of here. Right. Or he can push it back or he can, you know, it, it could really cause some issue if he doesn't, if I say the wrong thing. I hope he asks you, are you the one on the radio that hit the family of raccoons <laughs> with your car? So, so I go there and, the, and, and you got to stand up when the judge walks in and uh, the judge, good looking dude, comes, sits down and... Um, He's like, uh, you know, Mr. Riley. And I'm like, yeah, it's me. And now I've, <laughs> I've never been in a courtroom when I'm not in trouble. So I'm like, oh, and I'm, dude, you're nervous. Like, I'm shaking. I'm like, man. He's like, can you raise your right hand? I real quick had to think which one was left, which one was right. Yeah, if you put the, the thumb and the finger up, it's an L. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like, I had to throw my hand up. And then he starts asking me questions. Dude, I'm like, I'm super nervous. So I'm like. I don't know if I have answers. Dude, anytime you go into a courtroom, you don't know. Even if you think it's something dumb, you don't know, man. Well, dude, and that's kind of how I felt. So he's like, um, he's like, uh, he, I think he tried to throw questions at me that would throw me off. He's like, what's little guy's birthday? And I'm like, uh, and I nailed that, right? Dude, you better nail that. But, like, I almost said my, other, my daughter's birthday. I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't say that. So, uh, so we're talking. And the one thing that really tripped me up was he said, um, he said, you know, Mr. Riley, you know, I just want to. I want to know how are you going to give uh, this kid a, a good life, and and he didn't say it like that, but that's the question. How he meant this, yeah. You know, how, they kind of was. You got to throw a ball meant. with him in the in the yard. But I didn't know how to answer, and I'm like, uh, uh I'm not going to hit. I him. I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of like, <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, like yeah, I'm going to yeah. make sure that he has heat. Yeah, you know, like yeah. he gets food. And I was like, dude, I'm not even kidding. This yeah. was my answer. I said, I guess our house is nice. <laughs> <laughs> and even the judge, yeah. he laughed at me and he goes, all right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he moved over to my wife and my wife wasn't prepared because yeah. she's his mom. Like well, Somebody has to prepare you that they're going to ask you questions. So, you want to well, have they, that. They, they, they said that right before we walked in. They're like, well, he may ask you some questions. And we're like, yeah. what? Like, what do you mean he's going to ask us questions? We thought he would ask the little guy questions, you know? And uh, so then he starts, you know, asking my wife questions and she's nervous, but she's she's good at this. She does this for a living. So, like, she hits it out of the park. Yeah. And then uh, he did. He did laugh. I got a laugh out of the judge when he asked my little guy. He goes, he goes, what do you call? What do you call Mr. Riley? 
right, to the little guy. And the little guy thought it was funny. He called me Mr. Riley. And uh, he calls me, my little guy calls me Daddy-O. And he, so he says Daddy-O. And the judge did find nah, Daddy-O to be go. very funny. Yeah. But uh, it is nerve-wracking, man. And then they finally, you know, he does the gavel thing. Like, you know, all right, well, you know, everything's good. You know. Smack, you're done. Yeah. And, uh, and then it's crazy. Then it turns into a disco because he's like, all right, who wants pictures? <laughs> and now it's like he hops down off the bench and we're taking pictures. Yeah. And we're talking football. And, like, you know, he becomes a man instead of a judge up on a bench I all of a sudden. I just pictured the end of the OJ trial where you go over and you're in relief and you hug. <laughs> yeah, you know, you hug I'm on like, the, That's it. We're off. That's it. And uh, just a, it was so weird to be in a courtroom and know that I am not going to jail. Yeah. There's no chance of me being taken out in shackles. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's a relief. But you had some stuff to learn there, and you didn't learn it very well. I, I, dude, yeah. I failed. I, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. not very good on – if I'm at your murder trial, yeah. <laughs> don't use me because I wasn't very good on the stand. Why do you think he didn't do it? Because uh, he's uh, a uh, nice guy, yeah, I guess. I don't – I don't know, Your Honor. <laughs> and, and even my father-in-law who was there, he's like, he's like, I wouldn't be prepared for that either. And I was like, I wasn't. I was like, I thought I, would just, I was signing some paperwork. That's all. But, uh, yeah, nice day, man. I want to thank, once again, the Atlantic County uh, Surrogate's office. They were fantastic. And the judge, uh, Judge Cunningham. There you go. He was, uh, he was a good dude. Uh, look, we, uh, we get back. We'll do a thing called You Think You Have a Bad Seven-year-old Washington State man was arrested on Friday night after breaking into a Seattle-area home, filling up the bathtub, and taking a bath with his clothes on. According to the Seattle Police Department, officers received reports of a burglary, right? And a woman reportedly returned home to find one of her windows smashed and a man inside the house. She remained outside and called 911. Police arrived after getting no response from anyone inside, began searching the home. The man was found in the bathroom, clothed but very wet, and the bathtub was full of water. The suspect declined to provide any explanation for what he was doing and was booked into a county jail. Police dubbed the suspect the bathtub burglar in a press release. A YouTube star, Jimmy Donaldson, also known as Mr. Beast. Oh, my kids love this guy. We talked about this dude before. Yeah. Dude, he's got a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, he shared a video on his channel Saturday revealing that he helped a thousand blind people or near blind people to see again by paying for their cataract removal surgeries. The video, which was released on Saturday, has amassed 49 million views as of yesterday. A 24-year-old YouTube sensation worked with Jeff Levinson, an ophthalmologist and surgeon based out of Florida, whose Gift of Sight program offers free cataract surgery to people who are legally blind and uninsured. To find patients that needed the cataract surgery but couldn't afford it, Levinson and Donaldson, uh, Mr. Beast, first called homeless shelters and free clinics in Florida. They quickly grew the list of 40, and Levinson did the first round of procedures in one day, starting at 7 a.m. and ending at 6 p.m. But the YouTuber didn't stop there. Donaldson's video showed people gaining their vision back in Mexico, Honduras, Indonesia, Brazil, Vietnam, Kenya, and even Jamaica. Yeah, I can't even hate this guy. My kids watch him on YouTube. I'm yeah, like, I, I, I sat down and watched one of the shows. I'm like, actually, it's a fun show to watch. And the guy does spend a ton of cash, man. A ton of cash. But he gets it back in advertising. Sure. Yeah, but he does good things, too. Uh, a Tesla Model S caught fire in California on a highway, right? Firefighters, they don't know what to do, man. These Tesla batteries are insane. Yeah, you can't put them out. 6,000 gallons of water (laughs) were used to extinguish the flames of the battery. The electric vehicle burst in the flames at about 4 o'clock on Saturday while traveling on a freeway. Uh, Nothing unusual happened before the Tesla's battery compartment just caught fire, said one person. Two fire engines and a water tender and a ladder truck were called to the scene. It shut down two lanes on the highway. Responding fire crews used jacks to access the underside of the car and put out the flames to cool the battery, a process that ended up requiring 6,000 gallons of water because the lithium-ion battery cells continued just to keep burning. Video tweeted by the fire department showed firefighters hosing down the burning sedan as other vehicles drove by. No injuries were reported as a result of the inferno, but Tesla, um, the Tesla did sustain catastrophic damage and will not be able to be driven again. 
No, what do you pour sand on it? Do you bury the car? What do you do there? I don't know. You man. just left for it. Just wait for it to die out. I do you know? Point. Yeah, these batteries you can't just put don't it out. stop. Yeah. And now people are are wondering, what do you do with the batteries when you get your like? These cars aren't going to last forever. Yeah. So eventually, in a couple of years, you're going to start to see the original Teslas start to be scrapped. What do you do with these batteries? Yeah, you can't you can't destroy the batteries. You don't know. We'll, I think the well, batteries no, 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 no. cost like twenty five thousand dollars to replace the battery in your we'll car. We'll do what we do. You put them in the middle of your trash can. Yeah. So that way, like, it just dumps in the trash truck and you don't get in trouble. Yeah, you put a bag on top of it. Yeah. Exactly. I do it with paint too. Yeah. 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 Uh, there you go. Get this planet. <laughs> Those people, they have a bad view. Not so much. The kids are on a hunger strike in my house. Your wife back to like doing veggie trays? Well, apparently they don't like, and it's pretty awesome to watch. They come home with their lunch boxes, their little lunch cases. Yeah. And they're not eating their food. So I get wind of it last night that they don't like what mom is, is packing in their lunches. And I told my wife, I was like, just find something they like yeah. and just stick to it. Like, my she puts tortilla chips in there. My, my son's like, I don't like these purple ones, Because you know why, dude? I, I like remember the, growing up. I want the real Doritos, mom. The, the, growing up, you always wanted chip chips or Doritos or sure, Fritos. Yes. And you would always have that one bag of like Tostitos that was in the back of the closet, but you never wanted that as a kid. That was always like an adult thing. And only when it was an emergency and you had no more chips in the house did you end up pulling that bag of Tostitos out. And it's pretty awesome because now they're just like, Mom, I don't like this. Can you just do one thing yeah. or the other? And most of it, I was like, just stick to peanut butter and jelly. Like, just well, see my thing. And like, when my, we did a lunch at my house, now we just he just buys for the school. See, I think that's dude, what that's we may be soon. Yeah. Dude, they charge right to our bank account. Yeah. It's he doesn't even have to like deal with the, kids are so dumb now they don't make them do anything with have any responsibility. So he doesn't need to have to count money. They just charge it right to our uh, our bank account. So like once a month we'll get like thirty bucks taken out by the school. Well, I said that too. Like I remember the kids that would bring their lunches while I and you know my friends were just buying lunches. Yeah. We're saving up thirty cents for Your the Your one buddy, buddy had the pink card that showed he was poor. Yeah, you know that kid. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, listen, are, are our kids going to be are now? Are they are they shunned now because now they're the ones that got to pack lunches because. Maybe the other kids aren't eating carrots and tomatoes and cucumbers yeah. and stuff at lunch. Dude, I remember it was because uh, it was cool for a while because you had lunch boxes and like, hey, man, like I have this cool Dukes of Hazard lunch box. Uh, but then you get to a certain age where it's like it's not cool to bring your lunch anymore. Yeah, and right. then you still had the kids that would bring like weird stuff like like mom. Like it would, they were actually making okay. like a real. There was dip, a like, couple. There was a couple things. The mom that was overprotective where she would go over and beyond where a kid would just have. Like a gourmet meal in a lunchbox, right? Food groups. Then you would have divorced dad, where it was just leftover dinner from last yeah. night, which would be like half of an Elio's pizza. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you would have that kid. But yeah, I was all. My mom used to just shove money at me and go, "Just buy, yeah, just buy lunch." But then my wife, for a while, we were packing our little guy's lunch, and uh, he was he liked the thing called crustables, which like Smuckers makes. Them. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They're like prepackaged peanut butter and jellies. But my wife got to the point where she would pack it every day. And he got to a point where he's like, yeah, it's enough. too much. It's enough. Yeah, enough. Like, I, give me give me something. Give me some chicken nuggets one yeah. day. I can't. I don't want this this uncrustable or crustable, you know, nine weeks in a row. That's how I handle it. When I have to, when she's out of town, man, I make lunch. I'm like, what do you want? What are you going to yeah. eat? I'm not going to put anything it's in here. It's just filled with candy. Eat. Well, I love it because I said, listen, man. I was like, don't come home. I was like, eat everything in your box. And then we found out the younger one, uh, he's throwing it away. So she's like, well, well, now you're throwing away perfectly good food. Bring it back. I was like, you put that well, pressure we, on this We child. learned the hard way. We were packing my little guy's lunch, and we were friends with his teacher. She lived in our neighborhood. And um, we would get a bill. And it's like he, uh, he owes money for lunch. And we're like, but we pack his lunch every day. This little guy in first grade. Would eat the lunch we packed him, and then go up to the teacher and say he's still hungry. Yeah. And legally, the teacher can't turn him down. So then he would buy another lunch. Yeah, my kid is. Uh, he takes the. Um, they have a snack bin where if you have extra snacks, you give them to kids that don't have money yeah, for yeah. snacks. And my kid's taking. I was like, no, no, that's not. It's not a free for all for the snacks. That's for a kid who doesn't have snack money, bud. <laughs> That was I always felt yeah. bad for that kid who had the pink card, and and you knew it was they. It, I mean, you saw it. He pulled it out, and he went, "Ooh, it's like Tommy has a pink card. His parents aren't doing well." I think they had a little clicker, like they do, like they stamp your ticket on the train. <laughs>
Hey, everybody. Thanks for your calls today. Always welcomed on the show. Glad we know the part of it. Stay there. We kick off that rock block on this two for Tuesday. It's 100.7 ZXL South Jersey's rock station. ZXL Morning Show. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. When you're smiling. I'm over smiles with you. Smiles with you. And when you're laughing. When you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Oh, you're laughing. Mm, when the sun comes shining through. Shining through. When you're crying. When you're crying. You bring on the rain. On Stop the your shine. Stop your sign. Won't you be happy again? Happy again. When you're smiling. Keep on smiling. And the world will smile. Thank you, uh, rocking out, man. I know. You guys are awesome. I love looking at you guys on my way to work. She was like, yeah, yeah, warming up, chip. And I'm like, I'm about to. Yeah, we're rocking. Hey, thank you. You guys are the best. How you doing? Yeah, keep me laughing, man. You guys are great. Good morning. You guys are still there, huh? There you go, Oh, God. Is it my radio, or are you only broadcasting in mono? Joe Biden! This is the radio. That's a DJ. No, I better. Like, if you yeah. were on it, I would listen to it. Thanks, yeah. man. Getting up in the morning doesn't suck anymore. Today's show was brought to you by the letters W, T, and F. JoJo and Scotty. End of discussion!